you're active on social media and love SAFM, we hope you'll take a moment to like or follow our SAFM page on Facebook and Twitter. These are the best places to find all the guest information, conversations and stories you love from your favorite presenters along with regular updates from SABC News. And don't forget, you can send your questions to feedback at safm.co.za. SAFM, leading the conversation. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. Welcome back. It's 16 minutes past 10. The NSFAS uh, situation is what we're talking about and what it means for its dependent because we can never be oblivious of the challenges students have gone through uh, for the bulk of this year. And they're going into exams very soon and some of them carry the burden of these NSFAS challenges as they go into exams. And there's a new academic year that is starting next week. All weekend long, we have been reading about uh, NSFAS in all the media outlets that are out there. Let's find out from Slumezis Kosana, the national spokesperson at the National Student Financial Aid Scheme. Let's start, uh, Mr. Skosana, if you can hear me. Good morning. So please, I do apologize. Don't think that it's me wanting to impose my love for music on you. Uh, you know, we had some major technical uh, challenges that we hopefully have resolved. And we also apologize so greatly to the spokesperson of the National Student Financial Aid Scheme. The problem was on our side, sir. It wasn't on your side. So let's try and get into it. Oh, those that like the song, that's Nomalanga from uh, Kaifa Semenya. The reason we went into song is because, as I said, we had a technical challenge and but the most important part is that we are back to discuss the mess that is NSFAS and what it means for those the most important ones those that depend on it for their education Mr. Slumezis Kosana the national spokesperson at the National Student Financial Aid Scheme joins me now Mr. Kosana good morning apologies to you for all the drama uh, that ensued but uh, the most important question first is whether or not uh, there is any communication that has come through up to now from your CEO. Uh, Good morning to you and your listeners. Uh, I just want to say that uh, the start was not as rocky uh, (laughs) with the music that we are playing. (laughs) I think the message in the music is saying, you know, uh, that's the part of the message from the music that I liked. And indeed, uh, that's the feeling I've got uh, this morning. But uh, in direct response to your question, yes, uh, I can confirm that uh, there is some communication or correspondence uh, that the board has received uh, as of this morning from the uh, CEO. And uh, incidentally, as you and I are talking, uh, the board is in session, mm-hmm. um, you know, to look into um, uh, that correspondence. And uh, in due course, uh, in the course of today or tomorrow, they will uh, issue a statement, um, you know, stating what the the state of affairs is. The way forward is. Uh, 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 With the board currently being in session, we also have to be cognizant of the last thing that the board did say through its chairperson, Mr. Enes Koza. Uh, One of the things that he said is that, uh, you know, the entity is forging ahead with the direct payment system. How effective is the direct payment system? Because ultimately, as again, you and I are talking, there's many students who've written to us just this morning saying, 
saying their issues are not resolved. How expediently are you hoping that those issues get resolved? Well, we continue to resolve, uh, uh, you know, the issues uh, as and when they come up. But let me uh, just point to the context that is uh, really positive, that uh, in NSFAS dealing with over a million um, uh, students or beneficiaries, uh, through the current system of payment, a direct payment system, we have been able to pay all those that have uh, been able to onboard on the new system, and uh, I mean, but that's, that's not all the students. The ones that have been able to onboard on the system are not all the cool. students, and that's why you and me are having this conversation today because there's many that are left out. There's many whose issues have not been resolved. Yes, uh, particularly because in onboarding the students, um, what we also sought to do as NSFAS was to uh, verify and um, relook, you know, at um, the data that we receive. So what this system has uh, assisted us in doing, the new system that is, was in quality assuring uh, the, the, the data exchange uh, between NSFAS as well as, uh, you know, the entities where the students are uh, located. And uh, in doing the verification, that is where there have been, uh, you know, delays and some things that have uh, sort of cropped up, which the public may not be aware of in the verification, uh, you know, process, are things where a, a student may have uh, changed an ID number as opposed to the name, as opposed to the change of the name, uh, you know, at home affairs level which when the system, uh, uh, you know, picks up, you know, something like that, it would, uh, it would freeze and then uh, we would then need to uh, investigate as to what the problem could be. And no one would uh, necessarily predict, um, you know, um, that somebody can actually change or rather, it does happen. But Mr. Skosana, with all Mr. Skosana, with all due respect, and I don't know if you remember me, because as a spokesperson, you deal probably with a whole lot of media people. But you and me had a yes. conversation uh, where you came into the studio and we met and Correct. we looked at each other face to face. The issue of the ID numbers is really, you know, the smallest part in this equation. Some of the things that the students were saying is that for your your own call center, barely response to them in fact doesn't even pick up the calls uh, the what's the whatsapp line and no responses people get blue ticked on the whatsapp line the the problems have largely come through on your side much more than it has on the student side and i was hoping because again the board said you know as far as they're concerned it's not the system that is the problem uh, but is the implementation of the system and i want to get into that part why does the the board say a system that clearly has not worked. Look at the number of students that have been on the streets this year fighting to get access to their funding. Why is the board convinced that this system that on at face level value from those of us that are looking at the situation from the outside is not working, uh, but the implementation is the problem. At this point, you should have been able to get down to the nitty gritties of what the implementation problem part is so that we resolve these issues. You have a new academic year that is starting now in a matter of months. You have to have those issues resolved. Um, I had to isolate uh, that one. Uh, pardon uh, me if uh, I have been long-winding in trying to 
uh, you know, highlight that problem. I was just saying to you that um, it, it, it's not like an all-encompassing problem that I'm raising, but I, I, I chose specifically to pick on a unique one that would crop up and challenge, you know, uh, certain things that are um, um, already in place, like the change, you know, of, a, of an ID, which is, which is, which is it's unexpected. We, we do know people would go to home affairs, change their names, but uh, I was never ever aware that actually even an ID of a person could change at some point, um, you know, in life. So I, uh, that's why I picked on that. But uh, I know that uh, the public and perhaps yourself may be a little impatient when we talk about the glitches that we picked up in their uniqueness and, you know, resolving them. But if you were talking about, um, you know, something similar to what I've just mentioned, in the context of a million people, you would understand um, why I am coming from the point I'm coming from. And But I, I just want to emphasize that, you know, the board in saying that the system works, it is true that the system works, that in the implementation there have been glitches, but I am saying to you that uh, we are addressing those problems, and I'm very, very sympathetic to our beneficiaries who have not been able to come through the call center system and to whom we have also uh, had to uh, put up uh, rapid response uh, teams, you know, within NSF to try and address, um, you know, these problems as they come up. They are on a chokehold, uh, Mr. Skosana. You know, it, it, as spokespersons, I, I, you know, I hear the words that we are sorry all the time. But they are on a chokehold, these poor uh, students. They sleep in toilets. The problem is much more dire than the calmness <laughs> with which you and me are having this conversation. But again, I ask for indulgence now because I have to go to news headlines and then we continue our conversation with the NSFAS. Keep your messages coming. I can see them uh, coming through a thick and fast. I'm going to do my very best to make sure I read all of them to Mr. Skosana before we end our conversation with him at 11 o'clock. It's you are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. Welcome back. If you just joined us, University of South Africa, an umbrella body representing public universities, welcomed the decision by the National Student Financial Aid Scheme's controversial direct payment system, Izaga, to be respla- replaced. You may remember the disaster the system was and how it left many ben- beneficiaries without funding, which led uh, to protests around the country. Last week, Thursday, the scheme's board gave Andile Nongongo, who the CEO until today to plead his case as we've reliably learned from the spokesperson that communication has been received by the board and as you and I and uh, the spokesperson of NSFAS are having this conversation the board is sitting and we should know by uh, the end of today or tomorrow or at least in the course of this week what the way forward is with the current CEO so the briefing that came through from uh, uh, workmen attorneys uh, into the report into tender irregularity allegations. What did the board make of it uh, post just the um, the briefing that was given to us on Wednesday, Mr. Skosana? Have we lost Mr. Skosana again? 
<laughs> Please forgive uh, the issues of quality in terms of our output today. We've been having some technical challenges since uh, we started this morning where we're working and uh, we're hoping to get Mr. Skosana back so that we continue our discussions. If you don't know, right, uh, NSFAS introduced a direct payment uh, system that and partnered with service providers that they're called Izaga Holdings, another uh, a service provider, Coinvest Africa, another one, Tenet Technology, and another one, Norako Corporation, with the intention to ensure accountability on the allowances that students were getting and to establish a better coordinated system. And it was meant to be a five-year contract, right, to directly pay allowances through a compulsory bank account. Uh, it's been met with challenges, including delay in payments, concern over excessive fee charges, inaccessibility um, of service providers, and a lack of clarity on how to even access funds. I'll give you an example, right? There's a student who just now, as we're having this discussion, sent me a WhatsApp and I'm reading it and I quote, good day, KG and the team. I am one of the students without funding to this day. And when looking at the matter, it doesn't make sense to me as my status has been on, um, uh, and he writes in inverted commas, uh, the state, the status is awaiting academic results. And I have inquired with my school about this and the issue so far uh, for my academic results has been sent for like three times with my school about the issue and so far my academic results have not uh, been traced and when calling the NSFAS consultant I'm told that my results are there but the system is failing to capture them. It's a lot to bear because my parents are unemployed and I can't even bring myself to feel motivated right now about my studies. I am stressed. I am depressed. This situation, as she says, has got me on a chokehold. Are you back, Mrs. Kosana? Uh, yes, I am back. I got cut. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, yeah, So, I mean... What happens now? What happens now to the students who the academic year is about to end? What happens to the students whose issues have not resolved? And why are you insistent on the service provider system going on? Um, I want to make a very special case uh, for you, uh, KG, uh, that the queries that are coming through now um, over your line uh, be channeled, you know, directly to uh, my email address. I am going to take it upon myself, you know, to look on the other side, this side, where I know uh, that they are normally being looked into if you send to uh, info at uh, nsfas.org.za. And uh, I would uh, provide, um, you know, feedback, you know, to you. We will agree. Um, because I know from our side uh, that each and every query that is received is locked and responded to. But I just wanted to test, you know, my experience on the organizational side with the experience of the beneficiary 
um, who um, uh, regrettably um, is not able to get through our system. And that's one, that's one, Mr. Skosana, but the overwhelming response from students across the country is that they have never, ever supported the third, the third party system. The third party system, as far as they are concerned, is what brought about the problems. But the board is still insisting on the third party system. That's the part I'm trying to get an answer to. To the fact that Izaga is gone uh, is, for me, neither here nor there, but because there's ultimately another three service providers and similar challenges are probably bound to be faced. Why the insistence on the third party system? I need to correct the information. Uh, as far as I know, from what the board announced last week, uh, was that the four service providers uh, are still going to be engaged on the implications of the report um, that has been uh, uh, prepared for NSF. The, the workmen's report. Uh, I don't know oh, how yeah. workmen's attorney's report. Co- yeah, correct. So um, the disbursements of uh, the allowances which um, would happen in the next, uh, of course, two days, today being the 23rd, would not be uh, tampered with, so that the students get uh, continue to get uh, their allowances, uh, you know, on the current system. So uh, nobody should be um, uh, anxious, you know, about not getting the allowances. So that will continue until further notice. And the board has uh, stated that whatever uh, intervention it brings about in the uh, challenges faced uh, during the disbursement, the beneficiaries would not be negatively you know, affected. Let, let's forget the board just for a second, because on top of the board is the Portfolio Committee on Education, right, on Correct. higher education. And the Portfolio Correct. Committee on Higher Education says that you are not accountable as NSFAS. It says that you lack um, the ability to account to these students because that you will answer emails, Mr. Kosana, for me is neither here nor there. I'm not affected. I'm not a student, not really. And I don't even think, even if uh, you account to me and say, you know, we can make an arrangement for me to prove to you that uh, I've I've responded to uh, the emails that I said, I don't even think we can cover all of them. I don't think we can be able to deal with all of them. We need to get to make sure that you are accountable as NSFAS, not just to uh, uh, the board, uh, but you are accountable to parliament. You are particularly accountable to the students that depend on you because that accountability is necessary. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And the main uh, rationale and motivation for the implementation of the direct uh, payment system was that accountability, uh, you know, because um, you would remember the story of the 14 million where the money went into somebody else's account and the uh, uh, was in no position to account for that money. And as a result of that, there was a call from uh, the student population itself and from stakeholders that that be addressed. And also from our shareholder, you know, the department, that we must be closer to the action and be able to account. And now, in implementing a system that allows us to, 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 to account uh, directly, yes, we have faced uh, challenges, but overall, out of uh, all the students that are our beneficiaries currently, we have been able to pay them directly. They have received, uh, uh, you know, the money, barring, you know, the challenges that we have experienced. That's my point, which is why 
I, I, I was offering you the, um, uh, you know, the option to say, maybe there's something that I'm, I'm not understanding. Mm. Uh, maybe you know, let's let's let them talk for themselves. Uh, maybe yes. I'm not sending the message properly, Rachel. No, your message is loud and clear. I can hear you. Le- Rachel in in Kabecha. Rachel, good morning. Mr. Skosana is on the line. Hi, Rachel. Hi, hi, yes. Hello, hi. Sorry, KG. Yes. I'll feel well. Uh, Rachel, oh, let me just put my phone off here. I mean, my radio off. Um, KG, you know what? Um, when Bongi used to be on your show, I used to call in like, and that was many years ago. Uh, you'll say now how many times I used to call in. So NASA has, has been going on like this every year. I had that with my son when he was at NMU. And we're talking about many years ago. I'm not talking many years. Let's say six years, seven years ago, when he was at NMU. Mm-hmm. Struggled, um, struggled with his allowance. Never used to get his money, food. That boy puts on the bread, we now um, whatever. So he used to um, lose weight. And then he went home to my, my dad's holidays in Cape Town. And my dad would say to me, don't your mother feed you? Like, look how thin you've got. Because I couldn't even help my son. He was staying off campus here that time. Because my, um, they never got the money, accommodation, nothing, allowance, nothing was paid. And now I've applied to NASFAS for my daughter for next year. I was successful in getting her um, in. Well, but I'm scared now. Is the same thing going to happen to her next year? Because this is an ongoing thing. It's not like a... You know, now and then it happens or whatever. But I don't know when it's going to stop. I feel so sorry for that student that, that, that called in or that sent in that that message. I don't know what's going on, Coach. It is really frustrating. My nerves was finished when my son was at NMU. It was horrible dealing with NSF. Yeah. I, I say my suggestion to you is uh, save some money to help her with food because you yeah. don't want her no, to no. get... No, no. Fortunately, she is living with me, so... That won't be a problem. Yeah. The food, you know. Yeah. But it will be the books and the um. And all the things she needs. needs. All yeah. the things she needs to get through her, pr- her program. Thank you, Rachel. Tob- okay, cool. Thanks, Tobega in Durban. Hi, Tobega. You are calling uh, to put a question across for a blind student. Hi, Tobega. Hi, hi, KG, and hello to Mrs. Kosana. Mm. Um. Yes, I've spoken to Mrs. Kosana before, but it's not about this visually impaired student. Actually, when I was listening to the radio this morning and heard that um, NASFAS will be on air, I called the student because this is one of the students that I'm assisting. Mm-hmm. And I found that she's actually in hospital as we speak. Mm-hmm. And her case is that from the beginning of the year, I assisted her at applying because I know the system. And to date, she's still pending. Even in January, when she started, she's studying at UKZN. When she started studying... Um, she was almost chased out of res because she didn't pay registration, but then now she appears as an NASFAS student. Mm-hmm. She struggles to get through to NASFAS when she's called them before. Um, they said that, but no, everything of hers is in order and she does qualify, so she must hang in there. Mm. She's never received an allowance, no assistive devices as a blind student, and I think it's really taken its toll on her. As I speak to you now, she's in hospital. Wow, wow. Thank you, Tobega. I'm going to uh, allow Mr. Skosana to note every one of the comments and then uh, be able to collectively respond to everybody. Thank you, Tobega. Mbelo in Durban, NSFAS. Hi, Mbelo. 
Hi, KG. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. I'm speaking to the here in Kevin. I'm an LLP student in UNISA. Mm-hmm. My question to Mrs. Kosana is, is, is that what changed because this year we got our textbook allowances from NSFAS direct to our bank accounts. Now, my question is, where was the need for third parties? Like, I was, I was moved to, to Coinvest, and there are allowances in, 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 in that Coinvest account that I am unable to, to access until today. You bought into that system. The, the next time you try to log in, your, log, your login details do not go through. And their, 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 their self-service is forever not working. They don't answer their calls. They don't respond to their emails. Where was the need for NSFAS to move from paying direct to our bank accounts to, 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 into moving to Coinvest and stuff? It was even better, KG, when the allowances were still paid through the university. Yes, there were problems, but it, it was far better than what mm. it is now. Thank you. Thank you, Mvelo. Anonymous in Boxburg. Hi. Morning, Kenja. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Anonymous? I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Man. I'm, I'm just a parent and a worried one. Mm. Because, because now there is this issue of threshold. And then now, if it is true that if you get paid more than 3,000, your children cannot get that in a flat. So for me, I've got children of six. So now all of them depend on me, dependent on me alone. My wife is not in. Then from there, what is the issue? How did they play this thing? Because it's killing us. We need our children to be there. So now, how is going to happen? Someone who had a lot of children might be on, might, they might be sick at home, not going to school because of this threshold of stress, threshold issue. Mm. That's where I'm worried about. Man. You, you mean the th- the threshold issue? Yes, man. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I, if you if you don't mind me uh, asking, where are you regards the threshold? Are you, uh, you know, uh, how far above the threshold are you? How far above the threshold are you? It's five thousand. A mere five thousand. Okay. Yes, mere five thousand. Because now right I'm saying that I need to feed this children, and then one of mine might be dead. Like now, I've got two children should be at high at a higher level next year. How are they going to? get this, how do you start? Because I need my children to be there. Mm. My problem is that now I've got the children who are at the primal, so now what do I do? I'm in security. I'm in security. Mm, 5,000 rents yes. above the threshold. Okay, Anonymous, yes. thank you. I also have a lot of uh, voice notes that have come through and then uh, text that I will read to Mr. Skosana when, when I come back. And I'm hoping, Mr. Skosana, that you can give me a decisive way forward at the end of our discussion. But I'm going to go to a quick commercial break and then come back and allow Mr. Skosana to respond to the calls and then we'll go to the WhatsApps and uh, make sure that he responds to those as well. And NSFAS is what we're talking about. It's 10.49. The SAFM University Debate Challenge is back. Join us for the one-hour debate on This Week Today with Oliver Dixon from 6 to 7 p.m. on Friday, the 27th of October, 2023 at the SABC Cape Town M1 Studios where Stellenbosch University will take on the Cape Peninsula University of Technology. The SAFM University Debate Challenge is an independent, non-partisan, progressive initiative seeking to develop confident communicators, critical thinkers and empowered global citizens.
To participate in this debate, please contact SAFM on 011-714-2765 or email chimelwaneck at sabc.co.za. SAFM, leading the conversation. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. Welcome back. At the heart of that conversation in this hour is NSFAS with Mr. Slumezis Kosana. He, of course, is the national spokesperson at the National Student Financial Aid Scheme, NSFAS. Mr. Skosana, let's let you then respond to the callers now. Yes, I think, uh, thank you so much, uh, KG. Um, let me start with, uh, you know, a bottom-up. Uh, there are three issues uh, that have been raised, which I'd like to throw some light on. The first one uh, from the bottom is with regard to the threshold, um, the 350 threshold. And I can hear that the parent, uh, regrettably, is, is not far off. You know, it's just uh, 355,000 uh, more, uh, you know, than the 350 threshold. And um, the policy of the fund is that uh, um, only uh, beneficiaries whose parents or only beneficiaries who earn less than 350 um, are eligible for funding under NSFAS. I have to contextualize this uh, very quickly that it is just, it is a policy, uh, you know, that the government took um, choosing to focus on this category of uh, students from uh, poor working families. And by no means meaning that if you earn 350 or half a million and a million rand, you would be in a position to afford university fees at, let's say, average of 150,000 per annum. Um, So I do sympathize with the parent because I do know um, uh, for a fact that even if you earn half a million rand, um, you would still not be in a position to uh, pay or comfortably pay, uh, you know, for one child at a university. Worse than if you've got two kids that mm. must go to tertiary. Mm. So on that score, uh, we've got to work within the uh, funding policy of 350. Unfortunately, then, if he is above, he would not qualify. But of course, the government um, has put together a comprehensive uh, uh, student funding policy that is being navigated uh, through Parliament as we speak. But uh, the minister's office can speak uh, knowledgeably on uh, where it is right now, but uh, there is move to address what is currently called the missing middle, where you are not uh, poor uh, enough to be funded mm. or uh, earning um, enough to be able to uh, get an education. Yeah, to get an education. Yes. Mm. So that 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 would be my response to the to the first one, and then the second one, Mvelo, who's doing LLB at UNISA, wanted to know why the allowances uh, were not being paid uh, directly to them uh, as it was... Or the institution. Or the institutions. And I did explain uh, what problems uh, NSFAS as a whole, um, you know, experienced with uh, uh, its um, stakeholder network. By a stakeholder network, I mean institutions. Institutions have got uh, different um, administrative capacities. 
and therefore a uniformity of approach is not always easy. You would give, for example, uh, I don't want to mention the uh, name of the institution, which is said to be owing uh, NSFAS 38 million uh, rand that it must return. But you would have cases of But but that's one institution, is it not, Mr. Mvelo? That's one institution. Yes, it is one institution. And uh, it is one... I'm just giving it as an example Mm. that that one institution... Would 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 be said to be owing um, NSFAS funds that NSFAS has given it to disperse accordingly, but you would find cases from the same institutions of students that say that they have not received their academic transcripts or their certificates because they are said to be owing. So you wonder then what happened to the money that was uh, uh, dispersed to the institution for that purpose. Hence, in terms of uh, accommodation, book allowances, and allowances, uh, NS was chose to pay the student directly. But uh, Mr. Mvelo's problem, uh, you know, with uh, the, the, the provider. I don't know whether he was saying eventually he did not get the money or he was just questioning uh, the change of a provider in terms of uh, dispersing, uh, you know, the money. Basically, he's talking, I think he's talking, Velo is talking about... Easy access uh, because they're already burdened with uh, getting their education. The one thing that they don't want to be burdened about is accessing their funds. Just ease. Uh, You know, he makes the reference of the academic institution because at least there was a degree of ease uh, when that happened. The system is what is failing most students around the country. Okay. We have standardized uh, this system and where there are glitches, like I said, KG, we are addressing it. I will look into um, uh, Mr. Nvelo's issue uh, in terms of um, where the glitch could have been, uh, because as far as we know, out of the 80,000 uh, students that um, uh, NSFAS is funding at UNISA, the majority of them have been onboarded and have received uh, their, their allowances. So this specific uh, case uh, may need to be addressed. Okay. Uh, so how, uh, then, how does Mr. Mvelo get in touch with you specifically so that his case is addressed? And that one I, I have, have a particular interest in also. So can, uh, can you send your email? Um, I mean, give us I, your email I, I, again. I have suggested, uh, you know, that instead of sending it to info at nsfas.org.za, uh, and let let him send it uh, directly to me. I hope I know I'll be inundated with emails, but I'll channel them directly. Yeah. Uh, I mean uh, internally. Uh, Slumezi S. Okay. Slumezi S at nsfast.org.za. Yes, and I'm going to make a special case of these ones that you have raised because uh, from where I stand, there shouldn't be any problem in resolving them because the way we are structured is that um, if a student, for example, like uh, Torvega's uh, query, which I'm about to go to at UKZN, there's a problem of any sort. We've got a servicing uh, administrator 
on the NSFAS site for that specific institution. But you know where my pain is, uh, Mr. Skosana, when we use the word special case, it's a general case. Because as I just finished now, I I can count them on the right-hand side of where I'm sitting. So many voice notes and so so much text from people who are literally almost saying the same thing. Are you ready for the next academic year? Yes, we are ready for the next academic year. In fact, in the next two weeks, the minister will be announcing the opening of applications. As I'm talking to you, the the portal is not open. And uh, the reason uh, it's usually the minister of higher education, Dr. Bladen Zimande, that opens it, it's because uh, there would be enhancement and change of uh, guidelines and so on in our eligibility uh, and funding criteria. So some of the experiences that students have had, whether it be in terms of how long it takes to apply, how long it takes to uh, get feedback, you know, from the application submitted, and uh, what next to do once you've been provisionally um, uh, approved and so on. Those are the things that uh, we have worked on, and uh, we hope and believe that uh, in the next academic year, uh, the students and the beneficiaries will have a better experience uh, with us as a funder. And let's talk uh, your last message to the students this year whose issues are not resolved. I mean, is there a team, a special team that you're going to put together to make sure that those specific uh, cases are resolved? Like I said, there are many. What happens to this year's students, the ones whose funding is still not sorted out? I am going to raise it with the rapid uh, response team that has been set up within the, uh, you know, NSF, that uh, there seems to be uh, many cases that have still resolved. Because once uh, the new system was implemented and glitches were ironed out and so on, uh, there seems to be uh, other cases that have not been resolved. And uh, given the fact that in less than a week or so, uh, students will be writing their exams in the various campuses. We would not want uh, this problem to persist. We would want students to write their exams with stomachs full so that they can concentrate on their exams. That that that, that is what we would not want to carry um, into the next year. I'm going to hold you to that, uh, Mr. Skosana, that the students write uh, their exams with no stress and stomachs that are full so that uh, they don't go through any distress as they uh, write their exams. It's 11.01. Luan